How much time till we're on? I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. So good to be here tonight. Welcome to Sports Day. What is this head-banging rubbish, Scott Sattler, that we are playing to kick off the because show? Because we're not in the same studio as Daddy Bass yeah. tonight. So he feels as though that he's got complete status quo <laughs> over everything. So what is that? What, what are you doing, Daddy? Bit of smashing pumpkins, boys. Oh. Get around it. Smashing. I never what? used to listen, nah. listen to a lot of smashing pumpkins. I mean, like 1979, I think it was the song. Yeah, That's about it. Now nah, they're overrated. The overrated. What a horrible way to start the show tonight. <laughs> it will get better. Daddy Vass, how are you tonight, mate? Oh, boys. I'm frothing. Frothing at the bit for a bit of cricket action tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. It's massive tonight. It's huge. Mm. Massive night indeed. I can't wait. I know you, of course, will be watching my mum, your dad. I'll so. I watch the first hour and a half of that, then switch to the cricket. I've told the miso I'm taking control of the television tonight. Mm. I mean, it's good in theory, but whether it actually happens, I don't know. I've been sent to the bedroom to watch it on TV in the bedroom, no doubt. Hey, welcome to our show, and hello to our listeners across the Super Radio Network. Great to have you on board. Some of our stations are leaving us tonight uh, for the cricket, 7 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, you can hear that on SEN uh, and via the SEN at the first fi- semi final tonight. India taking on New Zealand. Hello to our SEN listeners across our amazing network, 1170 Sydney, 693 SENQ in Brizzy, uh, 1620 on the Goldie, our SEN track stations in New South Wales and Queensland, SEN Fanatic, SEN app, and all our listeners listening through SENZ tonight. Now, they're with us for the first hour. Are you nervous tonight? Me, no, New Zealand listeners. listeners. Yeah. Uh, I'm, how are you nervous. feeling about tonight? I'm nervous for them. I am too. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to chat to one of your greats, Ian Smith, who's also part of the SEN family. He'll join us from India uh, real soon. Uh, he'll be calling the game tonight. Um, Daddy, I know you'll probably have the grab ready, but do you think tonight, Sats, he'll reach these heights in commentary? Everybody here's on their feet. And Maxwell hits it! Build the man a statue, I say, Satsy. Yeah. Quick question without notice. Yes. To you and our listeners, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh double eight double three if you're in NZ or if you're in Australia, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Has that knock from Glenn Maxwell saved ODI cricket? Uh no, I don't think so, because I think the World Cup is a gentle reminder how exciting it can be, especially when you've got all the top talent together in one place. So I think sometimes when we play series against countries, and, you know, of course that's laced in with test matches as well sometimes and maybe one or two T20s, it can sometimes get a little bit nauseating, too much cricket in one in one period. But when we have a World Cup, I think it reminds everyone who loves the sport and loves watching it that 
ODI can be one of the most exciting brands. I mean, I'm still a test match man. I love, yeah, you know, I love the fatigue factor in, yeah. in test match footy, uh, test match cricket, I should say. ODIs are still second for me. T20 coming up the up behind. Well, you know, I'm new age, progressive kind of guy. Yeah. So I go test number one. That's the king, right? Mm. Uh, or the queen, however you want to look at it. Uh, second for me is T20, then ODI. But I've got to tell you, I, you haven't seen too many bad ODI games in this World Cup, and there's been 3,000 of them. So Also it, the emergence of some players that really haven't heard well, about. And I'm well, going to I'm gonna ask Ian Smith yes, about one of them. That's yeah. a good hook and tea, Sats. Yeah, that's what we're doing the bit. Are you, are you back? On the ODI bandwagon, 0457 736 736. Or uh, you can text in New Zealand, double eight double three. Particularly want to hear from our Queenslanders. Glenn has been on the text really early tonight. Did you say Queenslanders or Kiwis? Uh, Kiwis, sorry. Kiwis, yeah. uh, g'day, Daddy Vass. I know I have a lot to live up to after last night. Now, I don't know what he means by that. He told us a story about a young child who lost their life. and uh, A horse. Uh, that has been named after that. After young child. child. Yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't be walking around celebrating a story like that. No, well, it was. a. It was a it, i got to say, it was his best call of all time. It was probably his most sober. Well, it was his most productive. Sober. Yep. It had a probably, lot to do with it. There's probably a yep. massive. But tonight's Waratah West Wacky Wednesday, with, he spelled it with, heaps of girls will go close tonight, mate. Well, straight away he started. That's a hook and tease. Well, he, what? he started off being sexist. Mm. And, mate, you haven't got girls. They're all in your mind. Let's be honest. Uh, anyway, we look forward to that chat tonight. Jason, Test Cricket is the best cricket. T20 is pyjama cricket. Steve, I actually said Test Cricket was the best. Stingray, I agree with you. The T20 is just a – it's a nice little play around. It's a nice little run around, but – What are you reading that? T- Jason, Test Cricket is the best cricket. T20 is pyjama cricket. Ah, right, gotcha. ODIs are somewhere in between. Stingray. Oh, Stingray, it says Steve. Yeah, well, if you click don't on tell it, me it actually gives the name at the right, bottom Don't of tell it, me okay? Steve's now starting to use aliases as well. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Stingray, for your text. What do you think? 0457 736 736. As we say, Ian Smith joining us uh, on the show tonight. Very interesting chat, and this is going to do Sats's head in. Um, we're going to discuss in a new segment tonight which teams that finished outside the eight this year could possibly make it in Sats's top eight next year, hmm. right? And this is because normally you struggle with this. When now, every, when we get to February, we're going to ask you and Rat for your your top eight predictions. You yep. normally have twelve teams in your yeah, top I eight, do. right? I do. Yeah. So this is going to hurt you tonight, I reckon. So we'll get to that soon. Brand new segment. It's called. Are you serious? So this is earlier on. We were doing an interview. Earlier, was it with no, you were just having a chat in we the were studio, having a chat with and him. he was recording us. He was recording it, and he and for some reason, Daddy Vass, it was about the Brisbane Broncos. You had to go up the Brisbane Broncos, and you were just egging him along, and that was Daddy Vass's response. So we thought, instead of what now, it's what are you serious? Become, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so Oprah's been dumped by Daddy Vass. I'll, I actually don't mind that, I don't mind dumping Oprah. Who's telling Oprah? Um, what what do you her, reckon her reaction was? What's her best be? friend's name? Gail. Maybe she's always talking about Gail. It's meant to be Stedman, <laughs> her best friend, but it is Gail. But, uh, Daddy, can you uh, give Oprah a call and let her know she's being ditched for you? Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Okay, Simon Orchard uh, from Greyhound <laughs> Racing New South Wales is on the show tonight. We have another talkie as well. Uh, when 
were they wrong? Sats, I like oh. where you're going with this. Were they wrong? And, okay, this has sort of come out of nowhere, but I, the reason why I said Daddy Vass and yourself, let's, let's see whether the listeners can come up with some uh, some other examples. It doesn't have to be sport. It can be, it can be the arts. It can be um, some groups or singers, whatever it may be. And the, where I'm going with this is I, I saw this really good uh, story around Steph Curry, the famous NBA player, of course, yep. the most amount of three-porters in the history of basketball. Now, th- what I'm talking about, where were they wrong, where is the biggest scout failures. Now, the recruiting reports on players, and the one that automatically comes to mind is Tom Brady, of course. Yep. Drafted 199. There's a, an amazing documentary called The Brady Six, it is. It's about the, all the quarterbacks that went before him. Yep. And what, what happened to them, and of course, he's become the greatest player of all time, arguably. But Steph Curry's re- recruiting report was far below NBA standard in regard to explosiveness and athleticism. They also talked about his height, where they said, well, he's only six foot two. He's extremely small for a shooting guard in that position. Um, do not rely on him to run your team. So this is basically some of the areas they reported about when it comes to recruiting, the school that he was going to at the time, can overshoot and rush into shots sometimes. <laughs> so basically where I'm going here is where they've got it completely wrong. Yep. They got it wrong with Brady until Bill Belichick looked at the board and said, oh, this Brady's still there. I can't believe no one's taken this Brady from Michigan. Yep. So he ends up getting him. He walks up to Robert Kraft, the owner of the patrons, says, I'm the best decision you've ever made at his first training session. Ends up As a winning, rookie. Yeah, he's end up, up winning multiple Super Bowls. Uh, JT, Jonathan Thurston is another one. Many, he struggled early on, didn't well, he? Well, going to school in Toowoomba, skinny, the jersey fell off his shoulders, and people yep. were saying, he's just too small. But his, his manager, Sammy Ayub, to his credit, said, you know what, let's just get him like what they call now a train and trial. So he goes to the Bulldogs, plays lower grades, and ends up winning a comp in 2004 with them when he goes in to replace Steve Price, who missed the game because of a, a knee injury. So... And the rest is history with JT. Just needed that opportunity. So when were they wrong? It doesn't have to be sport. Could be anything. Can be anything. When were they wrong? When were the biggest recruiting reports on players, whatever it may be, were wrong? All right. 0457 736 736 or 8833 from New Zealand. Okay. Uh, What else is happening tonight? Simon Orchard, I think I said from New South Wales uh, Greyhounds. We've got the good oil now for Cobram Estate. Premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. Um, Nick Politis, mm-hmm. you don't hear him that often in the media. Yeah. Uh, we don't hear him talking a lot, particularly about his players. Yeah. Um, he's come out in defence of Joseph Suoli'i. Uh, he's told the Roosters that he wants to return to the club in 2028 after his rugby contract expires. I, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I like it. I really do like it. From, from Nick Politis? Or? No, from Joseph Suoli in his camp. Let's have a listen. Before we talk about it a bit more, let's have a listen to what Nick Politis had to say about it. Joseph is a good guy, you know, a good kid. And uh, it's sad we lost him to Union, but he tells us he's coming back in 19, uh, 2028. So would good. you would you welcome him back? Of course, yeah. What, always a rooster? Always a rooster. Yeah, I'm not sure whether uh, Joseph Suoli uh, disclosing that to Nick Politis, whether he wanted that public, but... The one thing I will say about Nick Politis, one of the great administrators of the game, was the first man to, to a major sponsor of a rugby league club, which is City Ford at yep. Roosters in the yep. 70s. A tremendous man, treats a lot of his players 
like family. I know that he's got high re- regard of Joseph Suwali. He understands why he has to leave, doesn't want to leave, lose him. But to disclose that is interesting because I look at it from a Rugby Australia point of view. Point of view and I'm thinking, what are they thinking now that that has been, remained pub- that has been uh, made public? That he's got plans to come back at some stage. Now, does that mean it's just up to Rugby Australia to entice him to stay? And the only way you're going to do that is... He's got four years, Sats. Yeah. So he, got, he, he plays, ne- years he plays next him. year. We've got yep. three. He plays next year with the Roosters. Oh, then it's And then three years after that. So, um, yeah, so it's up to Rugby Australia. To, and what's the only way you do that? Is it the only way you do that is winning? Because I know it's adventurous and you get to go and visit all these places like Buckingham Palace where you get to steal spoons like Rat did <laughs> on his trip to Buckingham Palace. You play British Lions tours, whatever it may be. You play Bledisloe's. They're all very appealing. Are they as appealing if you're not successful? No, and not. I don't know. I can't answer that question. Well, right now it can't be. Mm. It can't be. You know, and and we we hear what rugby league is possibly attempting to do by offering twenty five percent of players' salary uh, outside the cap for rugby union players that they can lure to the code. Yep. I think it's going to happen a lot because, and I think Crash Craddock has written a wonderful article today for the Courier Mail, and he's saying that you know it's possibly the second biggest mistake. Rugby Australia have made next to Eddie Jones in signing um, Sue Lee. Now, it's not Sue Lee's fault. Yeah. And he's not having a crack at him. No, no, take he's the having, deal. He's having a crack at Rugby Australia because whilst they're giving him $1.6, $1.7 million, what about the players who are who have been loyal to rugby who are standing out in that same paddock getting 600 Well, he's saying the, the, it's going to be very soon when a question comes to Rugby Australia where a senior player says, how much am I worth? And they say, well, you're worth six figures. And so, well, you're just giving a, giving a kid 1.7 million. Yeah, yeah, but he's a star. He brings a lot of eyes to the TV. Yeah, but he's never even played State of Origin. And this is the scenario that... It's Robert, a real scenario Robert too, so has, has raised. Yeah, so, so, my, so my, I, my biggest concern is rugby. Sorry, keep going. No, I was going to say, Sat. So if you're, if you're in that situation, you're the player. Hmm. So who, who's the number one scout? Who's the centre for the Wallabies that I reckon oh, most clubs there's are There's a number. There's... Jordan Bataille. Okay, let's say Bataille. Let's use Bataille as an example. Probably on six, seven hundred, right? With rugby. I actually wouldn't know. Well, they're not on one point. They're not on one point six, one point seven, right? They've got a lot of restrictions on them where they can go. They can't go overseas and make a ton of money where it all is. So all of a sudden, rugby league. I'm I'm rugby league. You're Jordan Bataille, right? Hi, Jordan. Why don't you come over and play? We'll give you a million dollars a year. Cost the club seven hundred and fifty thousand. So well within. You know, your, your salary cap. We'll give you a million dollars a year. And by the way, by the way, fans are going to get to see you on TV because you know why? You're on free to air every week and you're on Fox and you're on a thousand radio you're stations. You're on SEN as well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, if you stay with rugby, you're on Stan Sport and you're earning not what you deserve. The more I think about this and after reading Crash's article today, this is a brilliant move. If this comes off, this is a brilliant move. Rugby league? Yep. The exemptions? Yep. Yeah, strike while the iron's hot when, when will, Rugby Australia are on its knees. And yeah. it will decimate rugby. They won't come back from this. It could potentially, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've got to change a lot of things. And we've spoken about that at, at grassroots level and especially the private school level. They've got to change a few things there to try and tie up that. But if I'm Rugby Australia right now, I'm, I'm – I'm making contact with Sue Lee's manager and saying, hey, we need an explanation. Is this correct or is, or is Nick just firing a shot over the bow? And Sue Lee 
well, my first question from his management back to rugby, who's coaching me? Mm. Because I thought I was going to play for Eddie Jones. I was sold the dream. He just wants to know who's controlling his money now. <laughs> yeah, good point. I don't care who coaches me. But $1.6 million, you can have Mickey Mouse mm. coach me. Hey, hey just hey, on that. Boys, yeah. yeah. Just before we move on, has Politis forgotten what century we're in? It tells us he's coming back in 19, uh, 2028, so... Why would you do that, mate, to one of the great supporters of the oh, game? Daddy. Come on, mate. Mate, why are you picking on the elderly? I can't believe you're sticking up for the roosters. Hey, on that situation with Sue Ali'i, a really good text here from 227. If Sue Ali'i, Sue Ali'i comes back from rugby union, does that mean the roosters are eligible for the cap dispensation for rugby players when he oh. returns? What a great text. Oh, yeah. That's, what a great, that's a great text. That's in the uh, Goodwill hunting. Who's that? They're getting an asky. 227. Hey. Send us your name. What's, what's wrong with his voice tonight? Daddy Bass? Yeah. He's very enthusiastic, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, just calm down, mate. <laughs> Could you please? Hey, uh, one other thing we want to do quickly before we go to break and catch up with Smitty. Have I got time to do this, Daddy? Or should I hold off? It's about the AFL and their first round. No, hold off. Hold off, because yeah. this, this is fascinating. Mm. This is really fascinating. Well, hold off. We'll get Smithy on the line, and then we'll talk about the AFL and their plans for round one next year. And I reckon it's pretty clever. Very clever indeed. Uh, that's the good oil. Thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. A couple of quick texts before we go to the break. When were they wrong? Simon says, great show, guys. Thank you, Simon. If the NRL listened to Elbow and agreed to the PNG thing, worst idea ever. It'll be a failure in two years max if it gets off the ground. So gives what do I don't understand, Sats, with this? And no one's been able to answer this. Yep. So, first of all, it's a waste of Australian taxpayers' money. Mm -hmm. Secondly, what if a new government comes in, we have a new prime minister who does... Yeah, we spoke about that, yeah. Did we talk about it on air or off air? Yeah, no, on air, yeah. You know, like, even even if it's still a Labor PM who wants to put $25 million, God help us, into the arts, Mm -hmm. um, like... How, what's the guarantee that that team will exist if we have a change of government? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's stupid. When were they wrong? We're asking listeners, if you're just tuning in, when were they wrong? Tom Brady, Steph Curry, JT. Yeah. Bowie from Newey. Now, you've touched on one that I spoke about with, uh, with Woogie off air, and you've got it right. They said Alfie Langer was too small. Absolutely. They said Robert De Niro can't act. Oh, did they? Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. He's won multiple Oscars. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So keep your text coming in. When were they wrong? Oh, what about the one, the ones that say Russell Crowe can't sing? <laughs> Seriously, what are you doing that for? I'm just, no, he can sing. No, he can. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were being hypocritical. But the doubt I is mean... to say he can't sing. <laughs> They're wrong. Is that how we're? <laughs> He's playing trying this to get game? some bunnies content in the show. I know. True. Break time. Smithy joins us from India next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Everybody here's on their feet. And Maxwell hits it high. Can it make it? It does make it. Glenn Maxwell. Unbelievable. The most remarkable thing you'll probably ever see in cricket. Staggering. Absolutely. Mind-blowing. And he should not have to walk off the park. He should be counted. 
tell you what, Sats, that is one of the, one of the greatest say. calls ever. And there was another famous cricket score where a, a commentator said, build, get that, build that man a statue. Let's build this bloody man a statue for one of the greatest calls in cricket <laughs> I've ever heard. Thanks to two E's. I feel like a two E's or two. Let's get a World Cup update. Ian Smith, part of the SEN family over in India. Big game coming up tonight. Smithy, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Gentlemen, an absolute pleasure. And send me a pallet to Tilly real quick. Which I've been over here seven <laughs> weeks. Hey, Smithy, can you tell us after that call, the Glenn Maxwell knock? Uh, and, of course, that just went viral around the world. Have you had a lot of people in India pull you up and, and commend you for the call? Yeah, I, you know, cricket is absolutely crazy over here. And, and with the World Cup being on and India playing so well, so everyone is talking cricket. So, yes, you know, there's been situations at, at airports or hotel lobbies or whenever people have come up and, and remarked on it. So it is, it is, it's big. So whether you do anything well or anything badly over here, it gets noticed uh, 20-fold compared to home, yeah. Ah, uh, Smithy, it was one of the great calls, mate. Well done. Looking forward to you. You're in action tonight, obviously, with uh, the Black Caps mm. taking on India in the first semi-final. I tell you what, and and for our SENZ listeners who take Sports Day as well, listening right now, mate, the bookies not giving uh, the Kiwis much of a chance, but I, I reckon they're in this with a good fight. Oh, look, I, this is a. I think this is the great David and Goliath battle, to, to be perfectly honest. When, when you look at, um, at this Indian side and the way they've been playing and uh, you look at what it means to them, the significance of the whole day, and then little old New Zealand pops your nose in again like they have done from World Cups in the past, it it's, it's really is uh, looming as uh, a huge challenge for our guys. But we, we play half our cricket like that, to be honest. Uh, so it's not new. It, it, they, they won't be faced by it. I, I know this bunch of, of guys, and, and they're pretty relaxed. Not many of them lose their call. Uh, they know exactly what's expected of them, and they know that all the pressure, the mountain of pressure, is on uh, India to perform. We knocked them over tonight here at Wankiti Stadium. Um, obviously, you will be able to hear a pin drop, and there'll be, there will be... Uh, deafening silence, as they like to say. But uh, um, got a lot of work to do to do it, fellas. A hell of a lot of work to do to do it. Now, Smithy, uh, young Ravindra, now he's been one of the biggest finds of the World Cup. Not only Love him. did he play a massive role in the Kiwis making the semifinals, but he also broke Sachin Tendulkar's record of of uh, the youngest to score 500 runs in a single edition of the World Cup. What can you tell us about him? Because I don't know anything about him. Well, I've got to say, guys, I, I was um, I was in the same boat as you. I only met him about four games into the World Cup, and he's been around in a while. But he's a thoroughly decent young fellow. That's the first thing I'll say. He has taken everything in his stride. He's an extremely respectful man as well. So uh, I think he's got a lot of good attributes. He hasn't appeared to change as the accolades have been heaped on him, uh, and it hasn't affected his performance. Uh, he will be... Nervous as we speak, uh, what, an hour and a half out or two hours out from uh, starting. He may well be up to the, the batting first up against the likes of Boomer and Co. But you get the feeling it's not going to face him. I don't think at any stage in this tournament he's played uh, and looked like he's been out of form. It's been remarkable. So 
Uh, he's batting with a guy who knows uh, and plays domestic cricket with him, Devin Conway. They get on well together. They're a good combo. Uh, but Ravindra's life that will change. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know if there's a rugby league equivalent of it, but uh, and I suppose if you have a breakout season, your, your rookie season, and you all of a sudden you turn into a high-ticket item, this guy's life is going to change, Ravindra. Uh, he's going to be an extremely powerful uh, bidding uh, option, and next time around at the IPL, uh, it won't be the same for him anymore. Is, has he come from a T20 background, uh, Smithy, or can he play the five-day game as well? He can play five-day cricket. In fact, he's played test cricket for New Zealand, and he's played test cricket in India. I mean, he, he's, he, he's got the nous to be able to play anytime, anywhere, any style. Um, and, you know, he's... His his prospects going forward are to play, I think, all forms of the game and, and New Zealand will find a spot for him, particularly when they're touring the subcontinent. So, uh, he's he, he's um, he's been a, you know, a revelation is a, an easy word to use, but that's exactly what he has been. He's been a revelation to us. He's been a revelation um, to perhaps uh, everyone who uh, isn't really close to him that know the the, uh, the talent he was hiding for so long. It's, it's been it's been one of the stories of the tournament, and it's not just New Zealanders, Australians talking about it. Indian people are loving him absolutely. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, now mate, if you win the toss tonight, imagine you're the skipper. You 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 walk out there to the centre. You win the toss. You're batting, aren't you? I would be. No, I can't. I can't say what Kane will do because New Zealand have, and and most of this tournament preferred to chase. But, but if, I'm looking out the window now. I'm, our hotel's about well half a kilometre from the ground. Um, can almost see it. It's a bit smoggy here, but it, it's fine. Put it that way. And it's steaming hot. Um, so we're looking at 37, 38 degrees. I'd be wanting to to bat. I'd be wanting to protect my players and and from the heat. And I'd say to be um, to India, um, knock us over if you can. But if we can get 280 to 320, if we can get in that bracket there where we can challenge you right from the outset, that's what I'd like. I'd rather be going, I'd rather set a total than be going after it against Bumrah and Siraj and Shami and Koa. I think that might be a bit tough under lights. So for me, yeah, that would be the Aussie way. That should be the Kiwi way today. Get them on the board and see if the weight of the nation is too much for them chasing. We, I was just going to touch on that because we see our, our favourite team go into a big game or a grand final or a country go into a, a final in, in any other code, but this is next level, India, when it comes to cricket. So when you're over there, Smitty, is is the pressure at a completely a completely another level when it comes from the Indian press and the fans towards their team who are going into this game undefeated? It is, it is new level. I mean, you guys have, you know, you know sport. What, you know, Scotty, you, you've you've handled pressure at the highest occasion, but it, it, this is next level here, mate. I, I can promise you that. I've I've just come upstairs from uh, having a, a belated breakfast with my, one of my commentary mates, Simon Dole, and the area. We're staying in the same hotel as the India. It's chock a block. It's standing room only, uh, and and you have to push your way through the elevator to get up because they just want a glimpse. They want a, just a mere glimpse of one of your superstars, and that'll satisfy them. They get no chance to get up close and personal with them. So it's frantic here as I speak. But all that does is adds it adds to the pressure. It is. Yeah. It's hard to sort of. I mean. You know, I'll tell you how big it is uh, at, at halftime or with break in between innings today. David Beckham's uh, going to be joining us. Um, Sachin Tendulkar's going to be here. I mean, uh, it's hard It's hard to give a, an Australian or New Zealand equivalent because mm. whilst we do do heroes, we don't do them to the worship stage um, that they do over here. It's just, 
It is phenomenally, I mean, phenomenally big. Um, and until you really have experienced and, and you turn around and you say, wow, is this happening? This stadium will be a, a, a veritable city of blue. 95% of them will have blue shirts and on the back will be the name Coley, number 18. It is just astonishing what this guy has to live with. You never see him out in public apart from at a cricket ground. It's just not worth his while. So uh, it's it's mind-blowing how how important this occasion is for the country of India. It's it's bigger than sport. Mm. Smithy, I think Sats does understand because after the 2003 grand final, he could not leave the house in Penrith. Seriously, <laughs> he was mobbed every, everywhere he went. <laughs> mobbed or well, I, I, I spent a bit of time with him in Queenstown. It's the same, you know, 17, <laughs> 20 years later. I mean, he couldn't go, he couldn't go down the main street in Queenstown. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, now, Smithy, the thoughts on South Africa and Australia. Australia going in as short, just you can't really split them. You know, so at the moment, uh, I'm not totally convinced with Australia for a number of reasons at the moment. They're not satisfying me enough. Um, so how do you see this one playing out? I know that a uh, couple of your experts over here, um, whilst they really enjoyed Glenn Maxwell's innings the other night, uh, one of them uh, said to me, hey, but that just papered over some very big cracks. Mm. So they're worried. Uh, they're a little bit worried that two or three guys aren't doing their job. I'm worried they haven't got the penetration they normally would have at start of an innings with Stark and Hazelwood and Cummins and Co. So uh, there is a there is an issue there because what South Africa do do is they bat big and they bat deep and they hit the ball a hell of a long way. So what you have to do is get put them under pressure early on and, and make sure that uh, they don't get that freedom. So to me, um, that's a 50-50 call, that. Um, Kolkata is an interesting pitch. Uh, it'll... It'll do a wee bit, but it'll suit all forms of the game as well. And, and I, I think both sides are quite evenly balanced. The one thing I will say, uh, mentally, Australia know how to win World Cups. South Africa have fallen at this fence so many times, it's not even funny. So them have to be in the back of their mind. I, I'm, tipping, um, I'm tipping Australia to get there. Uh, but I think that, that semi-final could go right down, right down to the, to the, to the, the wire, the proverbial wire. Yeah. Yeah, South Africa never to make it to a final. Have mm, not made a final know, of the yeah. World Cup yet. Yeah. So, uh, Smithy, can you give us a weather update as well, mate? How's that? Uh, how's that cyclone in Calcutta? Is that is that is that a real thing? That's a talking point. That, that is a talking point. I've got to say, um, but the forecasts are, um, they tend to come and go like most forecasts do. But over here, they, they can be one thing one day and extremely different the next day. For instance, when we played, New uh, Zealand played against Sri Lanka. Um, on the morning of the match, there was 88% of rain, 88% chance of rain throughout the day. Never saw a drop. So there you yeah. go. So <laughs> I'll be watching. I'll be watching the weather map and just seeing where it's going. Uh, it's two days to get it sorted. Uh, I will say that if it doesn't uh, happen on the first day, I've got a reserve day for it. Uh, I'm just hoping that the, you know, the cricketers will get a chance to sort it out with the weather, because of course South Africa, yeah. what they're second or third, and if it comes down to the crunch. Because they're second, they go through, and that will be extremely unfair. Right, yeah. Yeah, mate, looking forward to both games. Good luck uh, to New Zealand tonight. Uh, Let's hope it's an Australian-New Zealand Smitty, can you give us a quick, um, can you give us a quick John Denver take take me home? Is this what happened happened in Queenstown? Mm. Okay, rightio. Here we go. Um, Yeah.
Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain, Shenandoah River. Is that good enough? Great stuff. Right. Build, build Great the man stuff. two statues. Exactly. One for his singing and one for his calling in the cricket. Good luck tonight, Smithy. I hope it's a good one for you, mate. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Hey, cheers. Enjoy. Enjoy everybody back in Australia. It'll be a, an absolute occasion, I promise you. Ah, there he is, Ian Smith. What, what we've had our listeners from New Zealand, by the way, on double eight double three, tell us greatest wicketkeeper ever for the for the Kiwis. Mm. Fair call. Good man, man from Nelson. There he is, Smithy. Uh, brought to you by Two E's. I feel like a Two E's or two, and don't forget to you can catch all the action tonight on SCN and the SCN app. No matter where you are, whether in New Zealand or uh, in Australia, uh, our live coverage kicks off at seven o'clock Australian Eastern Daylight Time. That's 9 o'clock at New Zealand time and 6 o'clock in Queensland. Uh, if you want to continue listening to Sports Day, you can. Uh, download the SEN app and you'll find us on there as well. Quick uh, quick text before we go to a break. Well, Belmont says, hi, boys. Ian Smith is one of my favourite commentators despite his accent. Apologies that I don't remember. I was five at the time. He talks about the underarm ball, which was bold. Yeah, we don't need to How did he feel at the time? We've spoken about it a fair bit with him over the years. Uh, Belmont. Um, he sets a really, he tells a really good story about both dressing rooms, where both teams usually have a beer with each other. On that at that time, both dressing room doors were closed. The Australians were not welcome yeah, wow. in the New Zealand dressing shed. So, is uh, David Stockley Smith the best ca- current voice of cricket commentary? Ian Smith. Is that Ian Smith? I reckon he is. He's, He's up, up there. there. Yeah. yeah, him, Ricky Ponning, who was alongside that night. And that's who he was Claire referring Maxwell. to when he was talking to us then. Yeah. And I just hope the Australian cricket team listened to a bit more of Ricky Ponning as well. Mm. I don't think there's a better brain for the current game than Ricky Ponning. Yeah, I, I agree with you. All right, break time. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. Uh, that big news coming out of uh, the AFL today about their round one games. We'll get to that next. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. And welcome back to the show. We've got the cricket coming up real soon. 15 minutes time for those through SEN. For those through the Super Radio Network, you've still got us. Play on. And SEN Gold Coast, you've still got us. And the SEN app has us as well. Sats on the text message. Yep. 905 from New Zealand. Lads, I think you guys should be nervous with all the rain about the South Africa versus Australia. Apparently. Well, I think we'll be fine. We've got a spare day. Hmm. We've got a spare day. Um, it's not rain. It's actually a cyclone. Yeah. And do they name their cyclones after people in India? Good question. So uh, is Do they this... have the same system, same process? So if they were up to K, would they call it Karen or Coley? Yeah. And do they take it in turns? Interesting. Someone will or know it there. if it's T, is it Tommy, as in Tommy from Sydney? Yeah. Or Tendulkar? Or Tendulkar. Amazing. Yeah, I know. Uh, SEN, Broy, here we go. Where was this? Um, oh, boys, the World Cup is a special case. Don't you remember the last ODI series against England? Nobody turned up. That is Tommy. Talking about the difference between yeah, yeah. feel like tests, ODIs. And you are right, Tommy. I, I think the World Cup just reminds everyone how, how great it is. But, Tommy, my, be, my, my, thought, my thought around this, though, is has the World Cup 
reinvigorated ODI cricket. That tournament you're talking about was before the World Cup. Yeah. So, hey, what about Rita the Maneater, one of mm-hmm. our favourites uh, female uh, listeners? Yeah. I'm totally combobulated. Combobulated. Combobulated about the game tonight. Now, Rita from New Zealand, from Henmer Springs. Man-eater. Yeah, from yeah. Henmer Springs. Um, Hemner Springs. All right, that as well. Yeah. What does combobulated mean? It's like chaos, chaotic. I'm totally chaotic about the game tonight. Like she's off her head. She, she's whoa. She's a little bit crazy about tonight. Whoa, she doesn't you know can't how to... say that. I <laughs> hey, want to talk about uh, what's going on in the AFL sats. Um, the Victorians have missed out on opening round of the AFL uh, this year. Um, I tell you what, the AFL have done, and I like it. And I asked some people around the office today, and and um, one of the answers I got: the reason why all the games have been played in Sydney. And Queensland. Only four games. Four games. So Round you've got Swans versus Melbourne, March 7. March 8, Brisbane, Carlton at the Gabba. You've got Suns taking on Richmond on Saturday, March 9 at Heritage Bank Stadium on the Goldie. And then you've got GWS versus Collingwood, Giant Stadium in Sydney on that mm. Saturday night. No Sunday games. They're doing this. And the only uh, my, my reason for this is they're just doing this to have a crack at the NRL. It's just, it's just a, a dig in the ribs. Well, every dis- most of the major decisions when it comes to but no games in Melbourne, sport. no games in South Australia, for the no AFL, games and yeah. no games in Western Australia, yep. and only four games involving the Sydney and Queensland clubs. Mm. I think this is great from the AFL because you know what's happening. You got the NRL focusing on Papua New Guinea, and you got the NRL focusing on on Vegas. Mm. All of a sudden, the AFL just move in while the Broncos are on a plane coming back to. Coming back to Brisbane, you've got South coming back to Sydney, not playing that weekend. You've got the Roosters coming back. You've got Manly coming back as well. All of a sudden, you've got the big games happening in Sydney and southeast Queensland. Good play by the AFL, I reckon. But there's a game in Melbourne for the Storm on that first round. Not round zero, but the first round. But they, they, they've got Melbourne. They yeah. own Melbourne. They own South Australia. They own well, Western it's Australia. It's fair to say Rugby League probably owns Sydney. But this is what they're doing, though, mate. They're going I don't in think, there. I don't think it's – I mean, I, I know why they're trying to do it. And it's, but I, I've got to say, you, you, look at, you look at the last round of the NRL, the last game on the NRL season, that's yeah. – it's not round zero in Vegas, but the following week. Yeah. So you've got GWS against Collingwood on Saturday night. Which is night. the same weekend that the AFL's yeah. doing their thing. Yeah. But it's not how you start, it's how you finish sometimes. And I look at – the last game, the, the biggest threat to the ARLC and the NRL is Southeast Queensland. Absolutely. They know it. But they're ignoring it. They know it. They're ignoring it. Yeah. So, but they finish off the, the round with Dolphins versus Cowboys at Suncorp Stadium, which is a Queensland derby. So it finishes the weekend in Southeast Queensland with, without the Broncos, probably the next best game. The biggest game in Southeast Queensland that weekend is Friday night, Gabba, Brisbane versus Carlton. Yeah, Friday night. Then they go Saturday and then they finish off with a, you know, potentially, you know, 40 odd thousand people at Suncorp to finish the weekend off. So rugby league get, get the last laugh. Well, it's I not think. a laugh. I'm laughing. Yeah, but rugby league can't do anything wrong in your eyes. No, no, but, um, you're talking about you're talking about the. I just think it's clever from the, the AFL. Strategically from the AFL, I think it's great. I can see why they've done it, but you, the weekend finishes in yeah, know, in get, the oh, area yeah. where AFL have got a bit of a stranglehold now yeah. with a rugby league game, which is a Queensland derby. Whilst the biggest club in southeast Queensland, the Broncos, are on a plane back from a party in Vegas. Yeah, I just love it. I, well done, AFL. Well done.
I think it's great. If you're just you're firing one across the bow, and I love it. You're not letting Volandis get his own way. And he has a dig at them all the time. The other the other side of it, they say Victorians will travel to go and see their teams because it's a long weekend. In Which Melbourne. they will. Yeah. Being round one, Collingwood will, Richmond will, definitely. But it doesn't explain no games in South Australia and WA, though, does it? No, it's it does. Very... It, it is a stranger on yep. from the AFL that they're round one. Yep. You know, their fans are tribal. Yeah. That they're going to cut know, it down yeah. to four games. Yeah. Right. We've got to go to a break. More of your text next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Back to the show. Bit of motley crew to get you fired up for the cricket coming up soon on SEN, SENZ and on via the SEN app. Uh, if you want to continue listening to us, we are on the Super Radio Network and also on the SEN app. Quick text here from 554 Sats. Can I, before we do that, mm. can I just shout out to Rooster Muzz? He says, Woogie and Worm, I'm currently in Curry Curry Hospital. Mm. Hope you're okay, Rooster Muzz. Curry Curry's where our family still lives. And I want to give a huge shout-out to the great nurses who are doing a sterling job as per usual. You'd be oh. a pain to look after. Bruce I imagine that. I Matt, could, how I, many sponge baths do you think I, he's actually I requested I can think of today. worse things than being looked after by nurses. Well, that's a bit... That's creepy. I remember once I went, I'd have a procedure, and they said, now, we've got to shave you. Would you like to do that yourself? Or... Or we'll send the nurse. And I said, oh, look, I'm worried about cutting myself. Send the nurse in. They With said, the okay. With a snipper. <laughs> they go, no. And they go, well, go and get him. I go, just give me the razor. <laughs> I'll do it myself. It's fine. So 554, yeah. yeah. Serious text here. Boys, do your homework before going off half cock. The inclusion of PNG into the NRL is a certain way to cut China out of the political picture. Yeah, we know that. We know that. We just didn't want to get too political. We understand the politics yeah, of it. The Chinese have billions to offer. Yes, they do. The Papua New Guineans. They don't have rugby league, though. A change of government will not change the funding of the PNG, as the dollars promised is a drop in the bucket compared to what it would cost to match the Chinese. As I said, do your homework next time, guys. No, no, we, we do get it. You're right, Sats, and yeah. we appreciate your text. But at the same time, we should not be mixing politics and sport. And also, governments do change funding. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They do. And why can't China put a rugby league team in? yeah. Remember when Super League started? They said, if you sign them with Super League, yeah. they'll know your name in the main streets of China. Hey, that's right. Uh, another text from Michael in New Zealand, 25th of April, 2024, Anzac game, Warriors versus Titans in Auckland. That's a new one. Mm. It's normally Warriors versus Storm, isn't it? Uh, I thought it was. I don't know whether it is. It usually is Warriors Storm in Melbourne. All right, break time. Cricket's coming up next. If you want to keep listening to us, get onto the app. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day.
Yeah, welcome to uh, hour two of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight, and a bit of Daddy Vass uh, on the buttons. Hey, when we were wrong, we were talking about earlier oh, on yeah. with our listeners. Yep. We can be sport, can be the yep. arts, can be whatever it may be. Yep. Um, another one for when they got it wrong, just to stir Woogie up, South letting Reynolds go early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, fair call. I'll cop that. Hey, I've got one for you. Yeah. What about West Tigers letting Teddy go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, Letting James Tedesco go. Yeah. There's, well, Mitch the, Moses. The West Tigers have had a few over the years. They've let a fair few go. Held on to Luke Brooks, though. We go well with Luke Brooks next year. Yeah, well, yeah, a few people are saying that. Yeah. Hey, um, coming up in the uh, second hour, we've got a brand new segment. We want you to get involved. It's called this. Are you serious? <laughs> now... <laughs> I was stirring because we're in a, all in a different. We're in a different studio. Sats and I are in SEN Brisbane studios tonight. Daddy's at our home studio in the Goldie, and while I was just mucking around, wicking at Sats, going, "Oh, I reckon the Broncos will drop out of the top eight uh, next year." And I was just waiting for Daddy. And he goes, <laughs> "Are you he serious?" Makes, he says that. It was so easy, wasn't it? It's like fishing yeah, in a barrel. Yeah, exactly. We're going to do I'm that. I'm not eating French onion dick dip. <laughs> this is where did you... Where did you... You can do what you want. <laughs> listen. Listen. Mate, come on. You want to have a crack? probation, Daddy Vass. That's, mate, that was... A, you know that's nearly a year ago? That what? was during the, the Olympics. I said that. Was it? Because mm, you know why we're... Yeah, it was... No, it was the World Cup. I was going to say, yeah. That oh. was the World Cup, and I was getting really angry with... Um, the French team. That's right. I, I was accusing them of throwing matches. And I and I did say I'm not going to eat French. Oh, a wise guy, eh? What's, what's the story with Daddy Vass tonight? Like I he's... Don't know. You know he's got a spring. You know why he's got a spring in his step. We talked about last night. Yeah, okay. It's happening. Yeah. Seeing the Broncos okay. draw and just frothing. All right, mate. Listen, let's move away from the Broncos for one moment. <laughs> um, actually, we're going to be at the Greyhounds in a couple of weeks in Brisbane. I love it. It's a great best night. night. Lukey Gatehouse. Just one of the best steaks. And he's the best host. Mm. He loves it. He, he just loves having us there, and he puts on a great feed for us. We get on. We have a punt on the, on the doggies. I'm staying up as well because we've got our Christmas party the next day. Mm. Oh, have we? Yeah, you, you're not coming with that, no, are you? Because it's fun. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't no, because you know I, what? I, I'm basically hanging around you every day. I, but Why a, should I have to then what about the add alcohol star? to the situation? <laughs> well, I'm not bashing you. Mean, I've had a few today already. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I haven't. That's I'll tell, a joke. I'll tell you who'll be the last one at the, the Christmas party. Ian yeah, Healy. Ian Healy. Sam Wasn't Hyland. he on the... <laughs> and Sam Hyland from yeah. it. G'day, Sammy here. He'll be on it. Racing Queensland, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the boys, uh, they love it. But wasn't heels on the rumbos with you last time, Daddy Vass, at our Christmas party? Mate, he handed me a wad of twenty dollar notes. What? And said no, a wad, a wad, oh, a wad, a wad, a wad mm. of twenty dollar notes, and, and sent me away. Sent me away. What to go home or? No, he, he paid you to leave his. <laughs> That's how well you're going. Yeah. Just to not <laughs> stop the flow of rumbos. Read between the. Lines there. India have won the toss and have elected to bat, which is great. We're going to do a new well, it's segment. Not great for New Zealand because the stats mm. tell you that if you bat first at this location, you win the game. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, we're going to do a new segment for Bunnings Trade shortly. It's called "Who's Working Hard in the Off Season." We'll get to that in just a moment. But uh, remember last last night we spoke to your former teammate Paddy Richards from the West Tigers. Great guy. He's playing in a charity uh, cricket match tonight. At Pratt Noble in Sydney, it's for a, 
um, a wonderful young kid who lost his life. Archie Gray, yeah. His dad um, has organised this, and he's got some celebrities playing. In fact, one of our listeners, Tiger Ray from Sussex Inlet, and according to Sats, Sussex Inlet, of course, is north South of Sydney. South Coast, yeah. South Coast. <laughs> Tiger Ray, welcome to Sports Day, mate. Hey, Sats. Hey, Wookie. How are you going? Mate, we're great. How about you? How, what, what Set the scene for us at Pratton Park. Okay, yeah. Uh, Pratton Park, there's probably oh, 1,500 or so people here at the moment. Wow. Uh, we're in a uh, we're in a innings break at the moment. So a um, few celebrities, ex-NRL players, current players. You just mentioned Pat Richards. Uh, he just hit three sixes off Nathan Lyon. So <laughs> during the innings break... During the innings break, what they're doing is that every six over the uh, every six that they hit, hundred dollars goes to the uh, Mark Hughes Foundation. So, um, and there's you know there's a few uh, BBL players uh, also here. So really, the game is manly up against uh, Western Suburbs, and then some of the celebrities are playing in that. But also the, the BBL players such as Jay Linton, Ollie Davies. Uh, playing for Manly. We've also got Dan Christian out here. We've got Michael Hooper out here as well um, from the Wallabies. Um, and uh, Ned Brookman, the dude who ran across Australia, he's out mm. here too. So it's, it's, they've, they've put on a really good show. I wonder if Manly start getting on top of them. Will the Western Suburbs players just start a stink? Oh, yeah. Like they used to yeah. back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Hey, um, now tell me, Tiger Ray, is there anyone there that you didn't think yep. that would impress you that has impressed you? When it comes to cricket, uh, Pat Richards. Yeah. Although I knew that he did play cricket, but the way that he um, banked the ball out of the park, I think they're about they're probably short of three balls now. Uh, one sailed over the roof of the, the bowling club, which is um, pretty much straight over uh, mid on. Um, yeah, not to be seen. Mm. Yeah, right. Okay. All right, mate, and you're saying 1,500 people there. Uh, the money goes to a good cause to the, the Mark Hughes Foundation. So still plenty of time to get out there and watch the second innings at Pratton Park. Tiger Ray, mate, thanks so, for calling us with an update, buddy. Before before I go, yeah. So, yeah, people come out. The um, the second innings is, you know, probably going to start in, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. And uh, Western Suburbs are chasing around about 175 to win. Awesome. Beauty, mate. Great, Great update. Stuff. Thanks, Tiger Ray. Not a problem. Take care, guys. See you, mate. There's Tiger Ray from the beautiful area of Sussex Inlet, as Sats knows now, south of... South Coast. Yeah. yeah it's a beautiful part of town. Yeah, absolutely is. <laughs> uh, we go from a great caller uh, to a not-so-great caller. Mm. Glenn. Hello, Justin. Hello, Sats. Good evening, hey. boys. How are you, Glenn? Are you good? Yeah, really well, mate. Uh, I know it's hard to follow last night, but here I'll try. Okay. What do you this mean, mate? Sunday, excuse me. You yes. Last night, mate, you you did you said yeah. something really nice on air. Now, don't talk up about it. We're talking about the passing of a child. Don't come and say, "Geez, I was great I last know. night." You were very, great. Very sad. I know, yeah, well, mate. don't celebrate it. Have you got any I'm emotions? I'm not celebrating. I'm just saying I've got it. I've just Can got I, a lot to follow after last night. I've got to say, anyway, I, I thank Glenn for educating me last night about that situation. But now he's rating his call. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, no, it's not on. It's not on. 
you don't you don't leave a funeral after giving a sermon and then saying, "Geez, I was good." There was a lovely message you told last night. Very nice. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate that, mate. Coming from you, thank you very much. Anyway, hoverboard Pete introduced me to our November neighbours, namely Mum, Dad, and two baby wide mouth owl chicks, and how beautiful they were. What? Uh, Justin, one for you, mate. How good was Sophie Day wearing the green shirts? Who? She's a talented artist who's opening her own gallery. The funny thing, we didn't even instruct Daddy Vass to do that then. Usually we point at Daddy Vass, don't we? And we say, hey, okay. Who's Sophie Day? Pull the anchor. But Daddy Vass took it upon himself. Great maturity from Daddy Vass. Had to take on my own accord, boys. I I was a bit tough on him, wasn't I, at the start? Sorry. (laughs) Hey, listen, but has he got an owl now? I don't. uh, Frogmouth owl. owl. Who's Frogmouth owl? No, there's an owl called Frogmouth owl. From what? No, well, there's actually, that's... But what's That's a, a species. Oh, is it? Yeah, frogmouth owl. And he's got one. Well, it's, it sounded like it was a. It must have moved in on the property. So he said next door. It's probably stuffed on top of his TV. <laughs> and who's Sophie Day? What's she doing? Sophie Day. Yeah, let's Google Sophie Day. Find out who she is. Actually, while you do that, I'll introduce our new segment. Uh, Don't miss Black oh, Friday. A cricket player. A cricket player. Yeah, yeah. Oh, lovely. And she's wearing green, so she's representing. She's, she does too. Who's she playing? Is it Melbourne? Is it Melbourne? She's a left-arm orthodox spinner. For the Stars? There you go. Melbourne Stars, yeah. Hey. Thanks, what, mate. Like Daddy? Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on here. Don't miss Black Friday at Bunnings Trade. Who's working hard this off-season? Now, out of the bottom NRL, nine teams from last year, Sat. Mm-hmm. Um. Who do you think might be making the finals in 2024? So let, just to remind people, South finished ninth, Eels 10th, Cowboys 11th, Manly 12th, Dolphins in 13th, Titans 14th, Bulldogs, Dragons, Tigers. Yeah. Who's working hard in the off-season to get into that top eight? Well, I think the question is, in the, the teams that finished in the eight last year, which ones are the most vulnerable? I think the Raiders are obviously finishing eighth. They're minus 137 points. They're probably the most vulnerable. Maybe the Sharks, listeners, what do you think? I mean, haven't made any, like, renowned off-season signings. Haven't lost a lot of key players as well. Got a very good team list and very well coached. Um, but what's going to be different? So, um, yeah, Dom Young from the Knights is a big loss. I'm going to say our fully fit Rabbitohs are definitely, definitely a top eight. So let's throw them in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say the Titans. See, yeah, that's a smoky. I just think the inclusion what? of Desi Hasler, he's going to be. I think he's going to be the missing piece that's going to but make he's not this playing. No, but he he has. Well, one, he has a winning edge. Uh, he always gets his teams. Well, I shouldn't say always. He gets a lot of his teams to grand finals or at least those last couple of weeks of finals. And outside of that as well, he's he adds that edge to a side. Psychologically, not physically, he, he adds, a, adds a psychological edge to a team. And we know the Titans, who can be leading at the 60-minute mark, can fade just – they can fade a, a win away better than anyone in the comp. He'll add an edge to them that they're where they believe they, they belong. Oh, I'd like to hope that'll be the case, but is depth still an issue for the Titans? Depth is an issue for everyone. The only thing you've got to make sure that you've got your key players playing a majority of games. Well, Kino, yeah. Sam, Sam Verrills. 
both for more back this year. Yep. David Fafita. Yep. Um, ensuring that Kieran Foran is Fodder Waker. Uh, Waker. But uh, Kieran, AJ you, Brimson, Jaden Campbell. You're not going to get Kieran Foran every week. No, you're not. So you've got to manage him. And who knows him better than, than anyone? Yeah, Des of course. Hasler. Yeah, the history. Yeah. 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 You reckon that's the reason he's there? Des? Des? Well, you reckon Kieran Foran no, had some input into that? I don't think it's the real reason he's there. I've got no doubt Kieran Foran was um, was engaged about his, his opinion of Des and his coaching and what he might add. I've got no doubt that would happen. Mm. But, I mean, he's only been out of the game one season and he's... He was the most recognised coach on the market. So, oh no, it's a big get. Even massive though we get. feel Huge. for for um, Justin Holbrook, yeah, but a massive get. Yep. You know, um, Rightio, That's uh, that's uh, our new segment, a brand new segment. Uh, I like it. Who's working hard in the off season? Thanks to um, our mates at Bunnings Trade. Don't miss Black Friday deals on Dewalt, Makita, and AEG. Rightio, another new segment. Really. Are you serious? Oh, are you serious? We're doing that now. Well, it's there on the run wow, sheet. Okay. I just, I just, I'm spontaneous. You know me. I just, I don't look at run sheets. You've made me no feel guilty now. Why? You made me feel guilty about Glenn. No, I don't feel the guilty. The look you were giving me in the studio when I was going at him. Yeah, well, he was don't still be sorry. talking, boys. For, he was still talking for another fiver. Uh, he thought he was on Michael, air. Michael in New Zealand says Warriors in top eight. Yeah, they'll. Like they were last year, they'll be in the top eight. Hey, see this, um, see this text from seven six four. Before we get into, are you serious? Mm. Well, this is actually a good. Are you serious? Get ready. How the hell can India get away with switching the pitch out for one with more turn? I'm livid, and now they are bowling, not bowling first. No, they're batting first. Are you serious? <laughs> so have they actually switched this pitch? No. Well, what they've done is the curators apparently have taken whatever green was on the wicket has taken it off. They've made it as flat as humanly possible. Um, well, that w- which is going to be conducive to their batting. Yeah, but both teams have got to bat on it. Yeah, true, but and they, they don't control the toss. We just we'll just look on the screen here while they're doing the toss, and um, the, the the statistics tell you that if you bat first on this pitch, yep, you'll score well over three hundred, and the the team chasing scores under two hundred. Yeah, right. So okay. sometimes a lot of errors stats don't lie. Before we get to Are You Serious, there is a good text here from Daniel from Prairie Wood and also one from Stingray mm-hmm. Steve. Um, Daniel says, Sats and Woody, that, that when they were wrong, apart from Thursday, you can also include Cameron Smith. Yes. Broncos. Yep. Cooper Cronk. Uh, who missed out on Cooper Cronk? Well, Cooper Cronk was a ro- he went to a school called Iona in Brisbane. Right. And really never – he played rugby union. Right. And never really sort of featured in any major representative teams. And Apparently, Cooper Cronk, Billy Slater and Cam Munster, along with Cam Smith, were overlooked by the Broncos. Well, Billy Slater gave up rugby league for a year to go to Sydney and, and work in the – in the um, the for Gay Waterhouse and uh, the racing the stables, team, yeah, yeah right, in the okay. stables there. So lasted six or eight months, and then went back home to Innisfail and started again. Could you throw a Young Walker into that mix as well, Sam Walker? Yep. Well, he was a rugby union school Ipswich Grammar, but he had an interview with the Broncos. They made him allegedly made him pay for his own Uber. Yeah, his old man couldn't go to the meeting. Yeah, which, and they passed on him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about a very, very, very young Reese Walsh? They passed on him as well. What about Queen and Bohemian Rhapsody? Did they chance? Did Eddie have a chance to play? Freddie, I mean, play for the Bronx? No, EMI said to them, "The song's too long. There's no chorus. Yeah, that that song won't work." So um, they said, "Burn Atomic." Kenny from Mermaid said, "Would never make it." Oh, hang on, they were right. (laughs) Are you just on Cam Munster? 
Mm -hmm. He used to work at a sports store up in Townsville called Sports Scene. He's right. from he's from yeah. Rocky. Camden, oh, Rocky, right? sorry. Yeah, he was yeah, working Rocky, at yeah. Sports Scene in Rocky. Apparently right. the, the boss said he was an absolute rat bag. He used to come in on a Monday morning and, yeah, had a big well, weekend. Can I tell he was you playing I local footy. Can I tell you, I saw, I've told this story before, I saw Cam Munster play as a 17, 16, 17-year-old 17 Rocky at a curtain raiser game. Mm. And I rang a certain club that were asking me to sort of look at players and I told them and they did a lot of research and their feedback was that he walks like a duck <laughs> and we don't think he's quick enough. Oh, wow. Yeah, they I, passed on him. Just a side note, I could listen to Daddy Vass talk all night. Really? really? Well, it takes a sentence, takes all night for a sentence, but that's great, Daddy. Thank you. For Good that. afternoon, gentlemen. It's, yeah. Michael says <laughs> when they got it wrong, the jury in the OJ Simpson trial. <laughs> well, well, that's your opinion. A really good book on that called "The Run of the Run of His Life." Okay. Yeah. Stingray Steve, good text about a very good player. You, no, you go for it. Oh, Dylan. Latani Zalesniak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Bulldogs. Yeah. So he's really matured as a player now. So have they missed a few others? I, I swear to God, the Bulldogs have missed a few others. I'll let them go. Mm, and, yeah. and was it around the salary cap stuff? Well, they did lose a lot of players. Well, their salary cap was in a mess. Yeah. Um, and they've had to let some players go, obviously. Right here. Uh, Ryan says uh, when they were wrong, boys, the Cronulla Sharks when. They got it wrong when they let Cliffy Lyons leave their under-23s and go to North Sydney. Then the Bears let him go to go to Manly. Rest is go. history. Yep. Uh, the Brizzy Cowboys getting into me. AFL opening round. Woogie, what are you on? Well, have you, how much time you got? Uh, the AFL ha have been late to just about every party in the last four years from the COVID restart, gather round and going to the US and you think a couple of extra games in league land is a dig in the ribs, seriously. I do. I do. I absolutely. It's just underestimate underestimate what the AFL are doing in particularly. You're right, Sat. Southeast Queensland and Sydney. Do that at your own peril. They've Where, got they've got plenty of money, and they've got plenty of time. And I mean, you should know, Brizzy Cowboy, what's going on in Southeast Queensland. The fact that you've got the lines set up in rugby league heartland, you're going to eventually see less and less rugby league posts and rugby union posts in schools. And you're going to see more AFL posts. Just wait and see. Well, I've seen it at schools on the Gold Coast Sats. My kids go to a school where they got rid of the rugby league program and they guess what they play? They play AFL. Mm. And that's a school that has turned out some very good rugby league players, including one who's playing for the Titans right now. I think Brizzy Cowboy, when you look at it from a, the AFL NRL level, so that, that highest level, um, I don't think it's a real jab in the ribs either. I, I, I agree with you, but... What's happening underneath the surface is is really concerning for the NRL. And I'm sorry, I, I'm still a belief. I don't give a stuff there's games in Vegas. I can't see what that does for the game at all. What Apart from maybe some live betting during play, mm. I, I cannot see what that does for the game. It will not grow the game in the US. I don't think it will grow the game in the US. I just think it's... It's an expensive exercise yeah, I, to well, get some dollar... They'll be, they'll be being paid a lot of money, too, to take it over there. But in No, they that, wouldn't. They'd be doing it for nothing. But the, what it does do, I think, is that I just like that the game is being put under the under the spotlight, a different spotlight. I don't mind it, actually. I, I've actually grown to like it a little bit more. I don't mind it. So it would be better if we get to go as well. It's so. just a 
Yeah, that's <laughs> that's why you like it. No. Because I know I'm not going, so I'm absolutely rubbish. <laughs> anyway, let's get to this brand new segment. It's called... Are you serious? Yeah. Why is there a D in fridge but not in refrigerator? Are you serious? Yeah, I am serious. That's very good. Yeah, I know. Nice. What about Jack Bird and Kyle Flanagan? Took a shot at the Roosters. Also, when, when seen joking about a brown paper bag... Brown paper bags. <laughs> Roosters. <Yeah. laughs> oh, is that when they were revealing who they're going to play? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, Sounds like were. a missile. Yeah. Yeah, it does, doesn't yeah, it? Nick Politis had a bit of a chop at people making fun of the club and their salary cap situation. And You know what? It's, a lot of the time it's through jealousy as well because when the Roosters want to get a player, they'll get a player. Well, Politis hit back about Dragon's pace. It's just jealousy. It's stupid, you know. What are you saying well, about it? I mean, yeah. they don't know what they're saying anyway. Yeah, it's a, it's an easy jab. It is an easy jab. Are but, you serious? Uh, <laughs> what about um, what about Virat Kohli when chasing runs averages ninety? Are you serious? I am. Mm-hmm. When chasing runs, he averages ninety runs on cricket. Here's yep. a quote from Nasser Hussain in the Daily Mail. Yeah, it's hard for England because of the timing of the World Cups on the back of an Ashes series. There's so much focus on the Ashes that come to the end of it, you are mentally exhausted. Are you serious? Did you just point at Daddy Vass when he's not actually in front of you? Uh, NASA, great cricketer. (laughs) Yeah. But the Aussies also played in the Ashes as well. Crap take. That was a crap take. Um, Okay, what about... Can you remember a few weeks ago that... um, You may remember I read out some... Complaints from customers that went on that have used Thomas yep. Cook Travel. Yeah. So I'm going to read out one, a couple more of these. Okay. Um, no one told us there would be fish in the water. The children were scared. <laughs> um, what about? Where's uh, the? Are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? Come on, mate. Uh, the brochure stated no hairdressers at the resort. We were we're trainee hairdressers, and we think they knew, we think they knew and made us wait longer for service. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> we, this wouldn't happen at Flight Centre. No. You know that. No, not mm. at all. Yeah. So some great... Well, there's one here about... Um, when we were in Spain, there were too many Spanish people there. The receptionist spoke Spanish and the food was Spanish. Are no you one serious? Told us there would be so many foreigners. <laughs> Are you serious? Wasn't there one about serious. the cab driver as well? Yeah. We didn't realise the cab drivers were Spanish. <laughs> oh, Are you serious? Yeah. All right, have you got an Are You Serious for us? We've got to go to a break. I've got another one, real quick one. All right, quick one. Do you know the chicken is one of the only animals you eat before it's born and after its death? Are you serious? I am. Wait. One of the only animals you can eat. Before it's born? Before it's born. What, as an egg? And after it's passed. Do you eat, do you eat chicken embryos? Well, that's what an egg is, isn't it? No. Oh, isn't it? Doesn't it have to be a chicken in the egg? <laughs> I don't know. Are Daddy? you serious? Daddy, you're the smart oh, one. My, no, this is going to go down <laughs> a slippery slope. I, I, was talking about, miss- I was talking about this the other day, mm. and my missile <laughs> <laughs> said, <laughs> no, I can't say it on air. Uh, oh, well, you just well, started. You just started up. <laughs> well, she, she said, she said, she said, <laughs> Do you know you're eating the chickens? Mm. Ends, no, in, ends in D. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. What? Hey, when, <laughs> when they were wrong. Are we talking to Glenn? Tommy from Sydney. Are when you they serious? Were Boys, when they were wrong, the Beatles auditioned the, for Decca Records in 1962 and they were rejected because they said 
guitar groups are on their way out. Oh, fair dinkum. Mm. Yeah, no good. Righty up, break time. You've got a, uh, an Are You Serious? There's one from Fitzy for me. Sports betting, woogie. Exactly. Are you serious? Mm. Okay, doesn't matter. Uh, break time, Simon Orchard from thedogs.com.au. Uh, Greyhound Racing New South Wales joins us next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. The dogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing Sats. What's gambling really costing you? Simon Orchard joining us now. G'day, mate. <laughs> Boys, I'll tell you what gambling's really costing me. I got a text uh, <laughs> after our, after we spoke last Wednesday night. I got a text Thursday morning. So what was that? The morning of uh, Oaks Day mm. from a certain uh, panellist there on your show. Uh, yep. with hot tips was the title oh, yeah. and then it had a listing of tips all the way down throughout race one to nine or ten at Flemington and here I am race eight I've uh, taken out a third mortgage on the house uh, one of my kids <laughs> has been sold to uh, across the road my dog is gone I had nothing left courtesy of one Scott Sattler what a message yeah mate why, why would you listen to that bum seriously hey but the main race would have got you home <laughs> it got me home Oh, by that time, I had nothing left. So I was all done by the time Zardozzi got up. It was one of those ones where you've got to either follow him all the way or you zag yeah. at a certain point and it comes back to bite you. And I went with uh, whatever it's second. And What's then Zardozzi gambling? popped through and oh, he's done me. <laughs> What's gambling costing you? For free and confidential support, I suggest you visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, Casino Cup Heats highlight uh, this week's program. Six of them in total for the big G3 race in the state's north. Yeah, you're spot on. 25 grand. feel a little bit uh, cheap giving away just 25 grand, boys. We've been talking about million-dollar races, half a million dollars, and <laughs> talk about 25 grand, and some of these trainers wouldn't roll out of bed for that these days. But you're right, Casino Cup, it's a great race because a lot of our participants, boys, are up in the north of the state. We're talking, of course, about your Lismore Casino, Northern Rivers sort of region. They come as far down as a couple of Maitland dogs are actually heading up, or the Maitland region heading up to Casino to try and take out this race. As you mentioned, it's a Group 3 event, six heats, and I've had a look uh, at them this morning, and, gee, there's some absolute ripping dogs going around because you always wonder, boys. You see the nominations, and there's some races down in Melbourne at the moment that are drawing some of our big guns. Of course, they're always racing, so you're not really sure what you're going to get, but just have a look at some of these names. Nangar Lucy won a Group 2 Blacktop uh, just a couple of months ago. Magistrate was in the semifinals of the Million Dollar Chase and then ran a really bold second in the Million Dollar Chase Constellation. They're in the same race alone. So you have a look at a couple of those uh, sort of dogs. There's another one by the name of Hara Sky, who's a rising star up in the Queensland region going around in race seven. And then, of course, you've got all the locals who absolutely love this time of year because the weather is hot. They can wear their thongs to the track and just live it up up there at Casino. So looking forward to seeing the heats go off tomorrow night. If you want a best bet, I like race 10, number three. Uh, Magistrate, sorry, this is Friday night. Race 10, number three, Magistrate. I reckon it's going to be really hard to beat. It's a really, really talented greyhound. Uh, and the Casino Cup, looking forward to it. Haven't got the call yet, boys, to make the long trip up to mm. Casino just yet, but maybe that'll come for the final next week. Yeah, nice. Home of the Casino Cougars. Now, Dapto washed out last week. 
So what's happening with uh, rescheduling those races, Simon? Yeah, we've just moved everything back a week, fellas. So uh, a lot of the same dogs are going around in the Middle Distance Championship. Another way, a race worth 25 grand. But I'll tell you what, we've got a couple of late additions. Tigalong Amy and Tigalong Ruby, they won the Bidgey Cup that we previewed on last week's program. So they got the job done at a pretty good price as well, don't you mind? And they've decided to back the dogs up in the Middle Distance Championship. So all of a sudden... The races have got even better. We mentioned some of the stars going around last week. Well, they're, they're all still there. All the Andy and Jody Lord dogs are there. We've got Steve Fitch's Cumbria Cute, who are in second in the Million Dollar Chase. We Don't Share is a really talented greyhound. But all of a sudden, Tigalong Amy and Tigalong Ruby add just another wrinkle to this wonderful race. So they'll be held tomorrow night at Dapto, race seven and eight on the card. And if you wanted to play... Uh, and have a responsible bet in those races. I think race seven, number four, one hot bandit. We tipped him last week. I think mm-hmm. he can get the job done. And then race eight, number eight, punters bandit. So there you go. Follow the bandits in at Dapto tomorrow. Nice. Now, before we let you go, have you received any phone calls from the, the trainer of Fat Pizza, uh, Pizza <laughs> Nicholas Kilner, because was back again, Fat Pizza, coming out of box number one, rug number one, but unfortunately, a disappointing seventh. What? Hmm. Yes, uh, I like that you say. <laughs> I like that you say what? Like, like that was unexpected. Like, oh, it came seven, didn't come eight. Yeah, this is a dog of the show for people that are wondering. Fat Pizza, he's our boy. We love him, but mm. he's uh, he's not a winner. Eighty-nine starts, zero wins, thirty-eight placings, and I don't know what got through Nicholas Kilner's head. He had a bit of success, and by success, I mean a couple of placings at Potts Park, which is bush sort of greyhound racing uh, with it, with all due respect. And then he decides to head back to Richmond to the big smoke and, uh, yeah, Fat Pizza just couldn't keep up. So he's back to Potts Park, fellas. Uh, he'll go around uh, in a couple of days. He's in box one. It's a, a 440-metre contest, but back in his grade too at long. level. So maybe start number 90. Four, wait, too long, 440. Too long for him. Yeah, what would yeah. we say? Well, no, 210. Well, <laughs> 115 metres. Two. That's his limit. Lock the other dogs in and just give it a 100 metre start. I reckon that should see the I love this dog. I've I've taken on fat pizza like it's one of my children. Well, he's also had the the bindi injury. He's just returned from Just resilient. So he's a tough, resilient dog. He was running around track going, oh, ah, ah, oh, oh. Anyway. Um, All right. So where's he racing? Where, 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 where? Uh, the pizza, he's at Potts Park, which is, if you're in the CVD, Sydney, uh, in Sydney, sorry. He loves Potts, Potts, Potts Park. Park. Wonderful old okay. track. And, yeah, his record at Potts Park is good, boys. A second yeah. and a third there in uh, October. So he might yep. be prime. And maybe the warmer weather can bring fat That's pizza it, yeah. on. Maybe he'll just, uh, or he'll melt on the, on the track. <laughs> he loves humidity. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. All righty. Any tips for tonight, mate? Are we still at Richmond tonight? Yeah. We are absolutely Richmond uh, for the foreseeable future. Race six, number seven, Midnight Stalker. He's the best bet on the card, courtesy of thedogs.com. So that's race six, number seven, Midnight Stalker. And then if you want a bit more value, race eight, number eight, Major Ando. Uh, The favourite's going to be hard to beat, but if you do like your value play or at least you want to have a place, a little wager there, race eight, number eight at Richmond tonight, Major Ando, the best value. Thedogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. If you ever get tips from Scott Sattler again, you know what to do. And Sats, it's because of you. He hasn't even been able to have so many seltzers uh, this mm. week. He couldn't afford them. I oh, know. That's 
That's a shame. I've done Boys, the, tip, the tips were bad enough, but when the photos started coming through later that night, that was just too much for me. <laughs> yeah, well, so that's... Yeah. Uh, Simon, are you serious? <laughs> Thank you, mate. Hey, boys. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yes, oh, I love this song. You say it every time. You too, the fly. Coming at you, WNBC. Welcome back to Sports Day. Hey, um, we're going to get to your text in just a moment. Plenty still coming through. Uh, updated score after three overs. Uh, India none for 25, won the toss and elected to bat. But the story um, on the Fox Sports website, it's uh, just come through in the last 15 minutes. Um, Indian captain Rohit Sharma has won the toss. Yes, we know that. First ball. Apparently, there's been some leaked emails. Claims um, about... What, changing the pitch or fixing the pitch? Well, the Indian Express reported that Indian officials asked the BCCI curators to shave off most of the grass of the playing surface, deciding on their preference. Why does, why does India get that say? I mean, apart from if that is true, they do run cricket. Mm. But surely... Because they probably need them in the final. Really? Well, I hope that's not true because... I mean, it's the same reason when they come out to Australia, they don't play the first test at the Gabba. An email from ICC pitch consultant Andy Atkinson complained the pitch for the final may be a slower one, previously used twice instead of the one intended. Mm. So there's speculation around spinners, whether it right? was, yeah, whether it was, and a, a, a flatter batting wicket, as of course, because on any given day they could score 400 tonight, which I hope they don't. Mm. Uh, wow, that's. So, one of that, hap- that I mean, that doesn't happen at every home ground. No. Does it? Although, you play on the pitches you're used to, right? Yeah. But, yeah, this is an ICC run event. It's not an Indian cricket board run event. Mm. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Right, is that some texts? Uh, we've got, are you serious? That's when you play the Daddy Vass. I think he's gone home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you Boys, serious? Yeah, are you serious? Switzerland, this is from Tommy. Switzerland prohibits the ownership of one guinea pig. They say it would uh, get lonely. So having just one is considered animal abuse in Switzerland. Are you serious? So you've got to have more than one. <laughs> got to have more than one. Right, okay. Yep. Um, apparently, Toronto, right, this is, get your Are You Serious ready for this as well. What, what's, what group is Toronto Rod in? Toronto Rod's in the, uh, he's in the blue collar dudes. Right. But th- a fair chance of making himself into the whack pack. Okay, well, yep. this might do it. I think India probably planned it in hoping this is about the rain. It rains for Australia game against South Africa, put in a bad weather area. Are you serious? Now, the planning for this was done like oh ages ago. <laughs> so, do you think India have now got the power to doctor pitches and whip up cyclones? Come on, Toronto, Rod. That is conspiracy theory. Yeah, I'm saying that you're saying that. Uh, Rugby league posts are disappearing and all these AFL posts are appearing. Crime Scene says, well, did you know in small Queensland towns we're seeing less Australia posts? 
Can you hit Are You Serious? <laughs> are you serious? Mm. Unbelievable. Okay, uh, Code War. Does the NRL really want Union to fail? I would have thought a lot more Union players jump to league, even these days, Toronto Rod. So a lot of rugby union school players are signed as 15, 16, 17-year-olds before they can get into the rugby union systems post-schooling. And that's where rugby league has taken a lot of very good rugby union players from a schooling perspective. Yeah, they may be playing junior reps for the, you know, the Rabbits or the Roosters or whatever it may be, but still they're in a rugby union system at school on a day-to-day basis. So rugby so, league have been winning that battle for a while. We so, don't slip through the cracks. We don't want rugby, uh, rugby union to die because, mate, there's nothing better than a competitive game of the Wallabies versus the All Blacks. Absolutely. Hey, Daniel, oh, sorry, you go. go. Right. Uh, Daniel from Prairie Wood says the AFL have given the Storm a free kick in round one as they take on the Panthers at Amy Park with no AFL in town that time. They, they, own, they own Melbourne. They abs- the AFL owns Melbourne. It doesn't matter. They just want southeast Queensland and Sydney. The good part about Melbourne is they know. Mm. And they're happy to oh, be part of the sporting environment. Absolutely. Yeah. But it is a bit stupid that there's not an AFL game at all in the opening round in, in the home of AFL, right? Exactly. Now, Daddy Vass, I don't know how long your segment's going to last because we've had a couple of people have criticised that 829 says, your segment, your new segment, serious? It's ridiculous. There has to be an investigation from MC. <laughs> So I'm not sure how long it's going to last. but Are you serious? Gonna, yeah. Now, Ryan from Byron Bay says, Nick Politis owned City Ford in the 70s. Yeah, he did. 1970. Bono Jack, Stormy Daniel, 1976, I think was the first City Ford sponsorship of the Roosters. Daniel from Prairiewood has been on the text again. Seriously. Gents, another one when they got it wrong, Dr. Tim Flannery convincing the New South Wales Labor government to build a desalination plant because he convinced politicians back in 2007 was never going to rain again due to climate change. Stormy Daniel, Daniel, I want to know what you read during the day. It's a sports show. Yeah, that's arguable. You can can argue that this is a sports show. Cam says Brock Purdy. Sometimes we talk about... Do you put butter on with peanut butter? Yeah, but we don't talk about desalinization plants, do we? <laughs> uh, now, Sats in India, they name the cyclones after. Oh, no. So I did look at this. Indian cyclones, yes. alphabetical order, country-wise, and a neutral gender-wise. The name list is proposed by the National Meteorological and uh, yeah, members of the CF. Yeah. So it's the same system as, as what we've got right? as well. Yeah, Different names, but same system. Uh, when they were wrong, g'day fellas, this is Brown Dog. Clint Newton might have got it wrong when he split up with a certain Knights cheerleader. <laughs> See you, Miss Universe. I need to concentrate on my footy. Bad negotiator mm. with Miss Universe. All right, we've got to go to a break. Rod Sharma's going nuts in the semi-final of the ODI World Cup. He's got 33 of 17 balls uh, at the moment. He's going okay. Uh, India, a none for 44 after 4.2 overs. Uh, break time. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. 
The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. What are you laughing at? My joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got, I, a quick, I got a choice of two. Before we get to that, uh, I got a quick community update thanks to Fire Kate. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. There is a bushfire burning in Narran Lake Reserve, approximately 70, 70 k's north of Walgett. Yeah. Uh, the, fire has, the fire has burnt more than 13,600 hectares. Oh, wow. RFS are urging, and it's too late to leave as the fires cross containment lines. So protect yourself from heat and wear protective clothing and that a bushfire information point is set up at the Grabwin Club in the scrub on OPEC Field Road. So please, please stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with the New South Wales Fire Rural Fire Service. Visit rfs.newsouthwales.gov.au. So it's at Grabwin Club in the scrub on OPEC Field Road. That's yep. important, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's frightening. They're urging that it's too late to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts are with you. Uh, community update is thanks to Fire Coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings Warehouse. Radio, just a couple of texts, do you think? William Worm, last Saturday night, uh, last Saturday night, the million-dollar Top Gun was run at the Meadows in Melbourne. Why doesn't Sports Day organise a race for Fat Pizza and the like? And oh, it's Fat Pizza and the like, that's the other maidens, and call it Top Bum. Well, you've got your idea. Yeah, Iron Maiden. It's for any dog that hasn't won a race. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. Mm. Um, uh, there was one here. Are you, the RU series should have sounded when Woogie intimated that there is a difference between the ICC and the Indian Cricket Board. Well, crime scene, they do have different postal addresses. <laughs> Let's get into this. On Sports, On Sports Day, Day <laughs> it's time for the last laugh with Scott that Sattler. Is. I can't believe I just I wandered right. in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. Stormy Daniels and sets. Bondi Jack. Yeah, it was 1976. Thanks, guys. Um, which TV star or movie star yep. just loves to eat cereal? I don't know. Reese with the spoon. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> No. Oh. I can grab a podcast of the show wherever you get your podcasts from. Are you serious? Thanks, Grant, <laughs> yeah, from right. Yeah, That was horrible. <laughs> where's, hey, where's Steve from Dubbo tonight? Yeah, I know. All right, send out an SOS. We'll be back tomorrow night. Catch you then. See ya. See ya. Good night.